0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive, progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight Slugfest. Good afternoon, New
1: York, and welcome. This is the left versus the right. Chris Hahn and Curtis Lewa coming to you live from the greatest city on earth, New York, New York, and taking your calls at 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. We're with you till 5, and then Curtis will be back again at 9 o'clock. Good afternoon, Curtis
2: Lee. Uh, the left versus the right and the damaged. Um, I was uh, incredibly lucky last night to survive my ordeal here at WABC. You know, we have a staff who conveniently... Um, They close the doors that lead back towards the kitchen area. So in between the very little time that you have between segments, I ran back there to get a cup of hot tea hmm And then all of a sudden, I had my boots on, and I had them untied. My wife had warned me, you better tie those boots. Yeah, yeah. Didn't your mother tell you to tie
1: your shoes before you leave the house? Yeah, Curtis? but this, I, I looked Your lo- wife told you when you left the apartment to tie your shoes,
2: and you're still here hours later, I'm assuming. But I'm telling you, I look like a homie. You know, I had the boots on.
1: <laughs> you're trying to look cool, pushing Oh, totally, 80. totally.
2: <laughs> so, so I had them unstrapped. Right. And I take a dive. Oh. <sighs> And the T goes all over me, you know, scolds me. But I hit my elbow, my left elbow that's already fractured. A funny bone. I'm screaming. Uh, I can't get up. I fell. <laughs> I can't get up. <laughs> and I had Bruce here H- as H- the H- board H- operator, Phil as the phone screen. So they just keep playing the intro These music. Gen
1: Y guys, man, or Gen Z, whatever they are. They're not millennials either. They? On They're too young.
2: And on <laughs> and on. While I'm flipping around there like uh, a dolphin out of
1: water. I just want to just make a note for our advertising department. Uh, we should be getting those first alert, not first alert. Who's the one, the fallen I can't get up lady? I think we, that's first First alert. alert. The I think we need to call them. We need to get them as a sponsor. We could give you one free to try out because you clearly need it. I definitely need it. <laughs> you clearly need it. And you know what? Maybe we could put a few on the doors here for the weekend so that you and I could actually get into the room.
2: Hello, I'm at the door and I can't get in. But this is amazing, Chris. Uh, they're playing the intro music and obviously oh. I haven't gotten back in time. And they don't say to themselves, hey, one of us, we should go back there, <laughs> see what happened to Curtis. He's always on time. Right. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they didn't even bother to come back. I had to struggle up. I'm like falling crawling over. crawling
1: across the right, floor here. Right,
2: right, right. I'm, I'm struggling to get up. I get in like five minutes afterwards. Uh, this is about in the third hour of the show. And they look at me like, where were you? Yeah, yeah. Where were they?
1: Where were they? Don't they realize you're the star here? Don't you realize
2: that you're the star of the show? They know nothing. Oh my Come God. Come on, they know nothing. You're the these, talents. These hipsters and millennials, they know nothing not about me- nothing. I don't
1: believe these kids are millennials. I, think- I-, I believe they are actually Gen Zs. Are you Gen Zs? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how old you guys Chris, are.
2: I think they. Uh, He's a.
1: We don't know how old one of them is. The I other think, uh, one is
2: saying I'm a Gen Zer. I think they appreciated <laughs> that I wasn't here. I'm a Gen Xer, by the way. Just in case. Oh, you are Gen oh, X baby. The, me. the best. Generation. And what is my wife Nancy? Have we figured I'm that out yet? She
1: might be whatever comes after Gen Z. I don't well, know what that uh, one is. I don't think in, they've
2: named that yet. Raised in Bohemia, right? Uh, having gone to Stony Brook, not far from you. Not far. Uh, I was there today. 400 pizzas a day to subsidize her education for all the Chinese kids going there. (laughs) And then yesterday, right, she's got to be at least half my age, maybe two-thirds my age, right? Right, yeah. At least
1: two-thirds, maybe a third
2: of your age, actually. So she's taking care of the 17 rescue cats in our 328-square-foot apartment, you know, the ground-floor studio apartment. right. And she slips and she falls. This is before I had to come here to WABC. This is like uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So not having any remedies, I went old school. I got the Bengay that I haven't used in there, the smelly type. Cause yeah. yeah. The, the unsmelly type doesn't, doesn't work. work. No. It doesn't work. I am so, I agree. I agree. It doesn't work. Got to be smelly. Yep. And then I found my box from 1978 of Dones Pills. <laughs> <laughs> Don's pills always worked for an entire generation of Americans, but I think Big Pharma put them out of business because, you know, they wanted to try to push on us Percocets, Vicodin, Oxy. Stones is still around. I see, see. Cars. Yeah, but not like it used to be. Right. And then I said to myself, what did I to? Anison, Bufferin. These were painkillers you didn't get addicted to, right? They're st- Think you could still get those. Almost buffering. You can. I, I almost nowhere can you find that on right, the show. Right, now we're not talking about shoplifters having gone through a, a CBS. Oh, wait a minute. Has
1: there been a smash and grab since we talked about it five weeks ago? Because uh, I, I don't recall yeah. any of them. Yeah, Tuesday. I, I've,
2: I've, oh, there was a smash uh, and grab
1: uh, Tuesday a, a with thousands of, of people, uh, or is uh, it just one guy that went in there <laughs> to do it? Hey, it was like Curtis paying him under the table. Could you go do this so I could talk about it on the radio and pretend there's a problem? So now yeah.
2: I have the Doan spills. Expiration date yep. is nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> And I, I had to come here. So was on about from about fifteen
1: years before your wife was born, right. these pills expired.
2: So yeah. I said, "Don't worry about it, Nancy. Just take Don's pills. It worked for my generation, previous generations. The greatest." Pain so what killer, you're saying
1: is, you're an old guy giving a young girl pills that are probably bad for
2: her. Okay, and go ahead. Just, just a,
1: I'm keeping score.
2: Won't addict her. Yes. Don't. She won't be going around with the Jones, having to go to rehab. You know, I'm addicted to She's Doan's Jones pills. She's Jonesing for the Dones. I'm Jonesy. Give me some Dones. So I walked back in this morning after knocking myself out, dragging yeah. myself into the apartment. The stench of Ben Gay. I mean, I was gagging on it. <laughs> uh, and then meantime, I see she's got the box of Dones pills, and she's popping the Dones pills. I had to grab the box away because what? I needed some. 1978, they probably don't do anything anymore. They probably...
1: You know, all whatever medicinal value they had is probably long gone. I know, but I
2: don't believe in these expiration dates. I really don't. No? I so mean, your
1: p- bottle of milk says uh When you Tuesday. were growing up,
2: right, how many yeah. times uh, did your mother or someone else say, don't drink that milk, look at the expiration date? And we drank it anyway. Right? Well. Did we su- survive that? Well, I would always smell the milk,
1: right, to see how it is. And – I live now with women, my wife and my daughters, who if there is, if it is 15 seconds past expiration or if you opened it seven days ago, they will not drink the milk. I'm like, smell it. It smells good to me.
2: They won't do it. I do it. Anyway, we'll just have a cup of coffee, put a little bit in. If it all of a sudden curdles up, it's right. no good. Well, if
1: it curdles up to the point where you can't stir it out, it's no good. Well, <laughs> maybe not even
2: then. Right.
1: You, know, you can stir it's it like out. Cottage like cottage Because I, I, I put heavy cream in my coffee. Oh, I heavy I, cream. I'm, I don't put sugar in I put the heavy cream in. It makes it nice and creamy and a little sweet, but it's not too sweet.
2: Do you realize there's a shortage of heavy cream now in the Yeah, market? I do. I do realize that, and it's driving me kind of crazy. So we have uh, <laughs> Philadelphia cream cheese, a shortage. We have heavy cream. There's a shortage, and you still don't want to blame Boudiger Boudiger. Boudicche. I blame Biden I blame lazy
1: cows that don't want to produce milk. They're lazy because they got all that money during the, uh, the, the 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 you know the Build Back Better Act or whatever it was, the American Rescue Plan. All these lazy cows. That don't want to produce milk. They're like, why should I produce milk? I'm getting paid by the government to do nothing. It's just the cows. Now, speaking of those cows,
2: uh, one moment, you notice the big story. Yeah. A cow got loose from one of those halal markets, you know, where they slaughter them on the spot in Flushing. Ran through Flushing Meadow Park. Yeah. The cops rescued it. It went to a rescue farm. Why is it the only time they avoid slaughter is if somehow they escaped they're running on the New Jersey Turnpike to Garden State Parkway. And then they get taken to a rescue location. Right. But if they don't escape, that's it. They're it's done. over.
1: Yeah, they're on our plate tomorrow. Like, when it, How would we feel if that was the same way it worked with people? Like, Let's say you were on death row and you somehow got out and they found you. Are they going to put you on a farm where you could live the rest of your days instead no, of getting here, no. executed?
2: In fact, they decide to <laughs> execute you quicker. They should shoot you right there, right? Is that probably what they would do? Um, and I was, uh, I was James Earl Ray. Can never figure how he was able to escape prison so many times. The yeah. assassin of uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah. He kept escaping in prisons. I, I think people were letting him out. You think so? Yeah. Racists. Mm. Well, it's, anyway, let's yeah. open up our phone lines. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. As to whether the DONE's pills are going to work for both my pain, the re-injury, of my left elbow, because nobody here would bother and and, and drop what they were doing do, here do you, do,
1: do you need a lawyer to sue these, you know, Gen Zers over there that are, you know, just ignoring your safety? No, nah, because you know
2: what'll happen. They'll end up, the, they'll sue uh, John Katsimatidis with the big pockets. Yeah. So we end that discussion. All right.
1: What but, about what about your wife? Does she need a lawyer to sue you? Maybe get some of that guardian
2: angel money? Uh, that might be a possibility. Although, I, she'll probably be seeking a divorce attorney first. Well,
1: there's not not le- much left of that. That's for sure. <laughs> so
2: family court. What is half of
1: of one-third of
2: one-third? Well, 80% of my net now goes to child support for my three sons. Thank Anthony, God. the oldest, yes. who's 18. is Carter, who's 13. And Hunter, who's I met uh, Anthony
1: last week. Lovely kid, I must Great. say. Great.
2: He's an intern here. Yep. He does the podcast with me, father and son, although he's renamed it Anthony and Curtis. I wanted it to be Curtis and Anthony. And the guy proved to be a Sovietologist. Hmm. He knew about every Soviet leader since uh, Lenin, not John Lenin of the Beatles. No, Vladimir Lenin is telling me about Joe Stalin, telling me about uh, Brezhnev. I mean, it went right through the litany of them. Wow. Hmm. It's Why? A, it's a really good podcast. Why, Why is he- I don't know. He's uh, infatuated with it. He's a Sovietologist. Interesting. You have to go to wabcradio.com. I Look wouldn't at- major in that in college because I don't know what you do with that at this
1: point. I would, you know, I would move on to other things. I actually, when I was going to start at college, the Cold War was still
2: happening. You wouldn't know what to do with that. Now you would be a guest on every Talking head show about whether Russia will invade the Ukraine or not. Well, today,
1: but he's 18 years old. Doesn't matter. The younger the better, right? Yeah, I don't think
2: they're going to invade Our Ukraine. Our Sovietologist here, Anthony <laughs> Sliwa, uh, forget the last name. It has nothing to it has do nothing with has nothing to politics. do with Curtis Sliwa. Exactly. He's,
1: he's no relation. In fact, he looks just like his mother. Thank God for that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky kid. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Frankie in the Bronx. Frankie.
3: Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good. You, you're a very smart guy and everything. You're a lawyer. The only thing is, why did you call that girl that got shot on uh, January 6th a terrorist?
1: Oh, my God. Are we going to go have... there? Are we going to go there again? Why They, call... they, they hunt for you. Why did I call her a terrorist? Because she was committing an act of political violence when she was shot. I'm not going to have this conversation today.
2: Okay. How about we do it right after the commission releases its report, January 6th. Now that Mitch McConnell... When they do
1: that report, we'll have a long conversation. We'll spend right. the whole day on it. You could
2: all call me. Right. Now that Mitch right. McConnell says he reads the findings of the committee each day and he wants it publicized. He's very interested in to see who was involved. Yeah, but if you notice, before that, he said, no, 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 because it's not a fair committee. You know, they're rejecting certain right. Republican members. What caused this uh, epiphany? On the part of Mitch McConnell, who is now embracing the community. Because Mitch McConnell knows that 20,
1: 2024 is not going to go his way if Donald Trump is still in the game. And he needs to cleanse his party of those people. He's one of the few sane Republicans left who's all about power, holding on to power, keeping power. He knows he's going to have a hard time winning the Senate, even in two years, in this year, 2022. He knows... That to move past this is the best thing for his own well, all power. he
2: has to do is convert Manchin. Manchin is a god to Republicans, he's not converting, but he's, he's basically the president of the he, United he loves States. Now. Just being this guy, that... Uh, what, do you, what do you account for this insatiable uh, amount of attention that Joe Manchin receives? Uh, where, where he had breakfast that morning, yeah, how many times he eliminated gas during the day, yeah. will that affect his overall decision? I mean, the attention is not going to President Joe Biden or Vice President Harris or Mitch McConnell or Chuck Schumer. It all goes to Joe Manchin. He's the swing vote. He's the swing vote. It is
1: what it is, and he's going to be the swing vote until he's not the swing vote. But right now, he's the swing vote. I don't understand why we can't convert some of you know people like Lisa Murkowski, who the Republican Party in Alaska has already dropped her. She's going to run as an independent, which she did once before and won successfully. Uh, I don't know why we're not looking for her vote. I don't know why we're not looking for Susan Collins' vote up in Maine.
2: Uh, Chuck Schumer, who you worked for, is a deal maker. Yep. And he's had many a private conversation with Joe Manchin. Yep. And you know that elected officials at the federal level, whether they're in the Senate or the House, always do what they say is in the best interest of their district, the people they represent. So in this case, West Virginia, Uh, knowing Chuck Schumer, you don't think he tried to sweeten him up? Yeah. I do. But also, this deal is in the best interest of West Virginia. A very
1: high percentage of West Virginians would benefit dramatically from the Build Back Better Act, particularly the child tax credit, which would go to almost 80% of West Virginians
2: uh, you who have kids. It, rather than encouraging them to have kids there and everywhere... <laughs> You think we ought to be promoting, like, um, birth control, you know, sort of like don't have eight kids. Uh, or have ten you ever kids.
1: been to West Virginia? Yes, I have. I have
2: too. It's almost heaven, except for where it's not. Uh, wheeling <laughs> West Virginia, across the river, Steubenville, Ohio. I was taking guardian angels through the back alleys, and these white thugs with pickaxe handles attacked us. Huh. Pickaxe handles. Just the handles, no axe? Uh, no. Thank well, God. Good. The axes yeah, weren't yeah. I mean, there. But they were, like, completely out of their mind. We ain't going to waste no good acts on them. We'll just use those broken handles. See what we can get. These were products of three-eyed cousin fornicators. (laughs) Uh, They definitely do not have control of all their mental and physical faculties. And why are we putting so much attention on West Virginia? Cause he's the, he's the straw that stirs the
1: drink right now, just like me here at WABC. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC.
0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight Slugfest on New York's news and talk station 77 WABC
1: 1-800-848-9222 that is 1-800-848-WABC Chris Hahn Curtis Lee we're with you till 5 Curtis will take a nap and then he'll be back at nine o'clock, going all the way to one a.m., where I'll hand it off to Frank Morano.
2: Yeah, Frank Morano will be back. By the way, I was at a event celebrating the birth of his, uh, son, Carmine. I, I, I another event that I was not in. Well, no, to. this was a hush, hush, mush, mush event, Carnegie Club. Oh, well. Uh, so you had John Katz smoking cohibas, Rudy Giuliani smoking cohibas, uh, Frank smoking a Monte Cristo. I don't like the smell of cigars. Neither do I. I hate it. So it saturated into my guardian angel garb. The moment I got home, my wife Nancy said, put all of that clothing into a plastic bag, and she destroyed it. <laughs> She would not let me. Is walk that why into you're the wearing
1: house. the Winter Guardian
2: Angels jacket yes, today? Yes, the Winter Guardian Angel garb. Right, and you've you've given up the Curtis Lea for Mayor
1: garb that you've had. Yeah, she destroyed it. It's all gone. The, it's gone. It. You got nothing left.
2: Saturated
1: in cigar smoke. Why do I think that somewhere in New York City there's like a, a warehouse full of
2: this stuff? No, there are homeless people walking around. Walking with around with for <laughs> Mayor uh, <laughs> jerseys on. It's
1: very good. Well, at least well, we gave it away. At least afterwards. something good came right, out of the right, campaign. Yeah, yeah, I, I had
2: a distribution. <laughs> Uh, right before Thanksgiving, in which we gave out all remaining—they call it merch, merch, yeah, merch, yeah, swag, if you will. So, if Give you wear all the swag. If you see the guys online at the intravenous injection centers on 126th Street in uh, Harlem or up in Washington Heights wearing my my merch, yeah, it's not because they supported me. Well, some of them might have. Some of them might have supported you. I would think that they some don't of vote. If nah, they would have voted, I would be mayor. Well, May. yeah, maybe.
1: one 800 848 one wabc Helena in West Orange, New Jersey. You're on with Curtis and Chris. Just calling to find out how Nancy is doing.
2: Not too good. Uh, she took another Bengay bath this morning before I left. Uh, she kept popping Don's pills, and I figured out why. I have this uh, coupon from 1978. That's the box in, in that, that, that have wallet.
1: In. You have two wallets. Yes,
2: He's, Basically,
1: George Costanza, that episode with the wallet, that's basically what we have here. And then
2: I figured it out, Helena. There's lidocaine in this uh, substance, a derivative of coquina, cocaine. Oh. And if you've noticed, upstate New York, a number of officials have been busted doing blow lately. Hmm. I'm thinking they need to go through the halls, the chambers, the offices uh, of the Assembly and State Senate and do a... Uh, Cocaine check, you know, for residue, you know, the ninety percent of the large currency in the United States, anything over ten dollars has residue of it's cocaine. Like an urban myth, but yes, I've heard. No, that. no, it's true. Oh, it's true. You doubt that? I, I do. <laughs> I totally doubt. That. Why? Are you a sniffer? No, I'm not a sniffer. I don't even drink. I mean, if you were doing lines, which currency would you use? Would you use a hundred dollar bill? $50? No, you know
1: what I would do? I would use a two dollar bill. Because it's unique, oh, oh! I would use one of those things that you know you have no. You ever somebody give you a two dollar bill, like what do I do with this? Exactly, (laughs) it's like do I keep it? Do I spend it? Like it's legal tender, but you don't want to use it,
2: right? Uh, So just weird. Give you an update, Helena. Uh, Nancy is back to taking the Bengay bath. That's the stinky type. Uh, That's the most effective. It's the only way it works, and she seems to be addicted to Doan's pills from my box that I had from 1978. They're all expired, but she's loving it, and I think it's because of the lidocaine. Maybe that's it. one 800
1: Irving in New Jersey. Irving, how you doing? Yeah,
4: hi. Hi, guys. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay.
4: I just wanted to give you some information. Let me talk. They'll cut me off on expiration date. They don't mean a hell of a lot. I'm a pharmacist. At least I wasn't retired. But years ago, Years ago, the United States Army, the military, did a study on expiration dates because all over the world they have to stock medications, expensive ones, and once they get once they became expired, they have to replace them, which cost millions of dollars. So they did a study, and they found that most uh, most products remain stable and remain within the potency recommendations by the uh, FDA, which is ninety to one hundred and ten percent. They were still within that capacity. The whole issue with with uh, expiration dates is heat and um, storage, light. If you maintain them away, if you keep them away from excessive, extreme temperatures or light, they will be stable. The way the expiration dates are determined, the way I learned when I was working for a big farmer years ago, is that they made a product. They would take a sample of it, put it on the shelf, and every year or so, they take it down and do assays and determine the potency. And they did this for two or three years. And if it was still stable after two or three years, that's the expiration date they'd put on. Nobody knew if it was stable for four or five years.
2: Right. Well, good. Think- thanks, Irving. I mean, that was a, a lot of information. Well, you no, know, it's big pharma I- who has eliminated don't pills, Addison, Bufferin, because they want to addict America. Merck, Pfizer, Purdue—that company should not only be vanquished, all of the family members should be locked up. Stop. Locking totally them locked up? up. Lock them. Lock up. them all up. All right. Look how many people got addicted. to It, oxy. it is. It is
1: scary how many people got addicted to Doxy. Where,
2: uh, whereas they could have gotten addicted to Dox pills. Bufferin, Anacin. there would have been no side effects.
1: Excedrin, whatever happened to that?
2: No, no, they still have Excedrin. Oh, that's still out there? Strength, extra it. strength, oh, you can still get That, that works, because uh, you know what it is? The what secret is ingredient to Excedrin? Caffeine. Caffeine, <laughs> exactly.
1: Caffeine's the only drug I do. <laughs> I do a lot of coffee, I had a Red Bull on the way in, I actually poured a Red Bull into this thing. But can you imagine,
2: for relief of a headache... The one pain remedy, Excedrin, Excedrin, extra strength. What is it, the extra strength component? It's caffeine. More caffeine. It's caffeine. 1
1: 800 848 9222 1 848 WABC. Look, I mean, I hope she's doing okay. I hope you're feeling mean You look fine to me. I mean, you know, you're a little beat up,
2: but you're always a little beat up. It's You've been beat up since the day I met you. I know, but falling <laughs> down in the kitchen here at WABC, screaming out, I'm falling, I can't get up. I'm falling and I can't get up. But you're Help. right. There are advertising opportunities here for that pendant. Where are they? Uh, alert, right? Yeah. Uh, Somebody
1: get Glenn on the phone. Let's get this exactly, done. Exactly. Let's get this done right now. I need it. Get him on the phone. We need a new sponsor for this show anyway. I'm flipping around for five minutes. Yeah. I, how did that make you feel? Like, not good, right?
2: Did that you, I did, couldn't lift myself. Yeah, I mean,
1: did you? How'd you get up? Did you crawl back here? What happened?
2: Uh, no, I crawled towards the door and then sort of lifted myself the way you would, like a a chin up.
1: But you only hurt your elbow, not your legs and your other arms. No, no, fine. I hurt my legs. too. Oh, you too. hurt your legs too? Oh, yeah,
2: the oh, knees. Man, man. Oh, I mean, man. I slammed into the ground.
1: Now, do you have any mental effects from this? Like is uh, there, always, is it's it traumatizing a, you at all? Always
2: residual effects. I, I mean, effects. you've been
1: shot. Yes, you have survived that. Hit with bat, sticks, bat pipes. sticks, pipes, city bikes. I've seen it. Yes, yeah, city bikes. Uh, and that's know. that's bad, man. That's yeah. heavy. I can't believe that video, man. And you are like, how did that
2: drug <laughs> lift you're that like, city bike? Not only myself.
1: that, it was like you got to watch this video. I'm like, when was this taken? You are like a couple hours ago. I'm like, what are you doing here? I'd be like in the hospital still. It was crazy, Uh but it, 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 you've been hit with things. But like, just falling down. On your own, like a
2: single car and accident. And not able to get up. Well, notice, I got hit by the cab. You watched the video. I got up and you kept running here. You got up running here, kept going. I slip and fall making hot tea in the cafeteria here at WABC. Uh, it scalds me because obviously I'm falling down. And I couldn't get up. I think we got to get a bubble for
1: you. Remember that movie, The Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Bubble yeah. Bubble Boy with well, John Travolta, Travolta. Right. Yeah, John Travolta. Boy in the bubble. I hate. Travolta. And there's another movie called Bubble
3: Boy. But I but, yeah. hate Travolta you with a get, passion. You've
1: got to get the bubble suit. Bubble wrap. And a bubble helmet, bulletproof. Yeah, course. Bu- well, it's got to be bulletproof. Like a bulletproof yeah. condom. You need a bulletproof condom on you. Exactly. I think Nancy would appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a it's a it's something you need because you keep getting hurt. It's crazy. One 800 The 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 phones are lighting up, Curtis. One 848 WABC. Vinny in Brooklyn. Vinny.
4: Yes, guys.
3: I w- I want to say something about both of you. I think you're great examples of having opposite points of views and even calling each other out on things and still getting along great. You two are examples of how all opposites should relate, men and women, black and white. You express your differences but you know you're
2: both great. Uh, Benny, That's wonderful. Benny. I wish you could have given that advice to my many ex-wives. <laughs> Me too. Because they didn't seem to abide by that philosophy. <laughs> Next step was, oh, family court. You better get yourself a lawyer. They're
1: like, Curtis, we knew you were a vigilante. But like every single night, you're going to go on the subways. Like you can't take a night off. We no, to, no. You got to wear that freaking beret everywhere we go. And when I'm sleeping. Yeah, and they're like, you're the only guy who has a collection of berets, but will not take me to France. Exactly. <laughs>
2: right. I'm not going to France. What do you mean me there? For? Well, they wear t- tams there. They call it a
1: tam. Oh, it's not a beret. No, It's no, called no, a tam. No. Only Americans call what they wear a beret. Ex- exactly. It's very different from what you're wearing right Although now. Although
2: I will tell you, <laughs> as much as I despise the French, I love Paris. I, I've never, when you never been. I was supposed to go... Last March, but shut out by COVID. when you visit Paris, and and, and especially, make that the last stop in Europe. Uh, make London first. We, it's were going, we were doing
1: London and well, Paris. Because uh,
2: London is dreary, it's overcast, uh, you feel a dampness all the time. The architecture is horrible. Mm. You go to Paris, let's say you take the train uh, underneath the tunnel. Yeah, we were doing the, that. We were taking uh, the tunnel. The river, uh, not the river, the uh, ocean there. Yeah. It's, it's called and the North, English the Channel. Right, North Sea. English you, Channel. Oh, English Channel. Yeah, Excuse North is
1: another place. Excuse
2: me, yeah. while you're having your Earl Grey yeah, yeah, tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're downtown Paris. You walk around. Every block is magnificent. The people are lousy. But the architecture and the ambiance of the little shops, they still have a lot of little yeah, shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely amazing. And then you see the foods that they eat. You would say, these people have to weigh about 900 like pounds. And they're not. They're all pounds. skinny. That's right. And... Everyone has a glass of Ilovino wine. <laughs> and they smoke like yeah, cigarettes. They're yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. chimneys.
1: Yeah. And you're there in your beret, and nobody's saying, Who's this jerk in a beret? You're
2: like, No, 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 no beret. they were. They were, oh, <laughs> Ange Gardien, Magny oh, And I say, mentioned... Well, you know, I'm here to organize. They say, Oh, you, oh well, we can talk about that uh, another time. Yeah. <laughs> but they have like 10 hour conversations over a meal. They have a 10 course meal. Everybody's smoking. They're all drinking wine. You try to, you try to uh, sort of pin them down, forget about it.
1: Yeah, it was the Christmas present I bought my family two years ago. We were gonna go in April of twenty twenty. And in March of twenty twenty everything got must, yeah, must. We're gonna go to we're gonna do it we're gonna do it probably. No, I, I no, wanted to do it this year, but no i no city happen.
2: in Europe is comparable. Yeah. No I mean, have you been
1: Europe. to Florence? Have you been to Italy? Yes. Rome? I mean yes. I I mean Rome to me was when I went to Rome, Florence was great. I mean seeing the David, going to the museum, all the Medici homes in Florence. Um but Rome because I had studied it my whole life and knew about it and knew things. It just was so breathtaking for me just to be there. Yeah, but know?
2: the disappointment is you're waiting to walk into the Coliseum and it just like leaves you like, what? This no. Like the no,
1: no, no. So I, when I first saw the Coliseum, I went up, they have this monument to the unification of Italy and the first king of Italy. It's like they call it the typewriter. It's this big, gaudy monument. You climb up the steps of it. You get to the top of it, and you see the forum and the Colosseum behind it. And when I first saw the Colosseum with my own eyes, I got choked up. Did you go into I the did. Colosseum? I went into the Colosseum. Now, that
2: had to be disappointing. No, it
1: wasn't. It was amazing. I, I, I found it amazing to be in that coliseum. Oh, I was so now, When did you go? You must have went years ago.
2: No, I actually, believe it or not, it was on the WABC cruise, the <laughs> Curtis and Kuby cruise. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted to kill him every step of well, the way. Well, that's why you were messed up. No, but I was looking forward. Rome was our first stop. Right. Uh, I, it just it didn't do anything for me. And then going to the Vatican and looking at all the rich uh, uh, art, and bones and relics and all of that that could be going to poor people. And I'm saying, how ostentatious is this? I I did a private tour of the Vatican.
1: I was the only tour I paid for, and the only tour I booked in advance was the Vatican, because I was told, if you want to go to the Vatican, it's like an eight-hour wait. I wasn't going to do that. So I, I booked a tour guide. It was the best money I spent on the trip. The guy knew every inch of that place. He picked us up at our hotel, brought us there, told us where to go in Rome afterwards. Did he take you into the catacombs? Uh, we could have gone into the catacombs, but we, oh. we didn't want to go.
2: Oh, either. you, you, you had to to the yeah. catacombs so next oh, time. Oh, my God. Well, you,
1: could spend, you could literally spend a week just in the Vatican. The Vatican is just one of those amazing places. Now, yeah, you're right. But I now mean, It's the wealth of the I Catholic ask Church. I you this.
2: With all the statues there that are done of nude men... What happened to their three-piece set? It seems like somebody in the Vatican chopped off the three-piece set. Either they were a collector or they were offended in some way, shape, or form. Yeah,
1: they took them all off. It, it was they amazing.
2: castrated all the statues.
1: It, it was. It was. It was. That is true. That is true. That is a true thing. They destroyed works of art. I, I don't get it. Well, I mean that happens. People get now. Too if fanatical. you did
2: that here, let's say you went to the uh, MoMA and they had uh, statues that were on view, you know, as part of an right. right, right. and you decided, oh. Uh, I'm offended, like Ashcroft. Remember the mm-hmm. uh, uh, Attorney General for? Yeah, he wanted
1: to cover up the the breasts
2: on on Justice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine you did an Ashcroft to a statue here and you cut off the three piece set, the coulions. <laughs> the coulions. You would go to jail. Of you course, probably you should, the only but reason. By you the way, go to jail. you should go to jail for that. So in the Vatican, they cut off all the coulions, the yeah. three piece set, yeah. and that's considered art. That's I, desecration. I, I want
1: to know which Pope ordered that. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 one eight hundred eight four eight WABC Eileen. In New Jersey. How are you doing, Eileen? Hi. This is
4: Eileen from Patterson, New Jersey. Hi, Eileen. Hi. um, I have in front of me three containers from Doan's Pills that are from... They were in the junk drawer with nails in them, you know, with... uh, They were to go to my father's workshop many years ago, but they remained in the back of the drawer. And um, they're the green uh, containers... Uh, and they're from two different companies, hmm. and from New York,
1: if that means anything. Well, well, you could na- you could mail them to the Guardian Angels. I don't know where their address is, but care of currently Let me
2: ask you a question. <laughs> uh, you live in Paterson. You may have to take all those dones pills. Do you live up the hill, down the hill, first ward, fourth ward?
4: Uh, Hillcrest.
2: Oh, okay. You're safe. Oh, She's You're in the safe. good neighborhood of Patterson. Yeah. I don't know Patterson. Oh, my God. I don't God. Think I've ever been there. Oh, that's a small city. Right. But you talk about uh, open uh, use of drugs, sale of drugs, shootings... Anarchy, just complete mayhem. Do
1: you see mayhem wherever you go, or is that really there? No, like, actually, is this like uh, something that, like, from all these hits in the heads and falls and no. Punches? Actually,
2: uh, I was in Patterson on a number of right. occasions, but I was there when Spielberg was using the setting of Patterson to film what is now available to all of you, West Side Story. Mm. And I said to them, "Why Patterson?" Goes hasn't changed since the nineteen sixties. Wow, wow, wow! So it wasn't because it was cheaper. There's wow. nothing that's cheaper in Jersey, as you know. The film, it's because it it kept the same sort of feel of the 1960s when the Jets were going at the Sharks. Right.
1: I mean, the, the only city I've ever been to that has lived up to the hype of crime is Camden, New Jersey. Oh, and and that was 20 years ago. I don't know how it is today, but like 20 25 years ago, when I was looking for law schools, I, there was a Rutgers campus in yeah, Camden that yeah. offered me a full scholarship, and I went down there. How come I, you
2: didn't go to the Paul Ropes when, when I got out of the School when, of Law, in Newark. When, when I got out of the car.
1: To, to check out Camden-Rutgers campus, I heard gunfire.
2: I was like, I just got back in the well, car. Well, the interesting thing look. about Camden, because uh, you're right near the Ben Franklin Bridge going to yeah. Philly. Underneath it is the aquarium and the prison. Yeah. And most of the people in that prison are from Camden. <laughs> so that gives you an idea what's going on there. Oh, boy. one
1: 800 848 1-800-848-WABC.
0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king, Curtis Lewa, in the left corner. The aggressive, progressive, Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC Debate Heavyweight Slugfest.
1: one 800 848 That's 1-800-848-WABC. Chris on Curtis Lee, were with you till 5. Then Curtis will be back at 9, going all the way to 1 a.m. as uh, ABC continues to be always broadcast, Curtis. one 800 848 Bob in Long Beach. You're on with us.
5: Yeah, uh, Chris and uh, Curtis. Uh, by the way, tell uh, his wife there, uh, Nancy, to take naproxen or to leave. It's the same thing. By the way, there's also cocaine on money well a funny thing happened many years ago during the cocaine cowboy wars in miami what happened was
1: i'll tell you what happened they uh hello we, we're listening hurry up this is a entertainment broadcast get to your point
5: i sure will the sheriff in miami right he said he was pressing charges against a drug dealer because they found a lot of residue on all this money, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened was they, the, the, the defense lawyer said, "Well, do you have any money in your wallet?" Well, you know, yeah. They, so they, he said yes. He took it, oh, brand new twenty dollar bill. Just can I have one? I'll, I'll make good for it. He said yeah. They took it out. They tested it. It had the same amount of residue mm-hmm. as the guy he was prosecuting. So naturally, the guy got off. But Curtis was right about that, the money on the, the residue, on the cocaine, on the bills.
2: Oh, And not only that, uh, America is swimming in cocaine. There used to be a focus on trying to stop uh, cocaine from coming into the country. Now, with the focus on fentanyl and heroin, there's almost very little, if any, time is spent on trying it, to stop cocaine. It's, it's funny. I When I was a kid,
1: uh, cocaine was obviously clearly a big problem in America. And it's still a big problem in America. And I didn't believe people actually snorted. I was like, how are people going to snort it up their nose? You know, I mean, if you know how you put soda up your nose, sure. you don't feel like you're going to die. Sure. And people are people going to do this for fun? I didn't believe it di- people did it. Then I'm at a concert. I went to see Pink Floyd at uh, Giant Stadium in Secaucus, New Jersey, or whatever that is over there. And I saw somebody doing it in the backseat of their car. While I was walking
2: into. It. I was like, oh, my God. that People really that's- do that? Wait a second. <laughs> Cocaine for a Pink Floyd concert? I'm telling you. I mean, I could <laughs> see, like, uh, you know... Uh, acid right? right right yeah <laughs> uh, you know uh, mickey mouse donald duck i mean i believe people did drugs but
1: i was like people are gonna snort something up their nose people don't fun?
2: realize that for years cocaine was a legal drug so for instance this is before you were birthed when you had a strep throat or you had a fever and you didn't want to go to a doctor or a hospital you went to your local candy store and they gave you coca-cola syrup yeah the pure syrup which was laced with cocaine. That's where they got it from. Before and you were be born, a reme- too. Before you were born. No, no, no. When I was there, my in mother the would 60s, send In the 60s, they were doing that? Yes, yes, the syrup. And the other thing is, you would have a concert, as you mentioned. Let's say one of the artists, the performers, Madison Square Garden, 18,000 people, loses his or her voice. They would go to the voice specialist, who would then soak cotton in cocaine, you know, liquid residue, shove it down your nose, leave it there for 10 minutes, pull it out, the voice was restored wow. until the DEA started visiting all those voice doctors and said, we'll be hitting you with wraps yeah. for possession yeah. of cocaine. Yeah. Well, if it worked, why don't we still do it's it? It's
1: medicinal. Maybe they need to figure that out. Right? I mean, I, I don't know. It worked. Well, remember,
2: <laughs> everything is an extreme. You know, right. it's one, the way Yeah, the I don't other. want to get
1: people addicted to it, but maybe there's a way to... Well, look,
2: <laughs> level one drug, right? right. Fentanyl. Level one drug, according to the federal government. Marijuana? Ridiculous. How do, put, how do you put it at the
1: same level? Let me explain something to you about marijuana. I know a lot of alcoholics, as I'm sure you do, too. I also know a few potheads. I do a lot of comedy. You know that? I do improv, things like yes, that. Yes, And a lot of those comedians smoke weed. The alcoholics, guys I played football with who are alcoholics, they'll punch you in the face when they're drunk. Yeah. They'll get, they'll get violent. The uh, the potheads, they might give you an awkward hug. That's about it.
2: Well, also, you know, give me because, and you know this as a comedian, so many of them are insecure uh, smoking weed will actually sort of normalize yeah. them so that they Levels don't go out. out with such tremendous anxiety. Many of these comedians will say they shake, they, they, they vomit, they throw up before they go out to do like an eight to ten minute performance. Yeah, I don't get that. So they hit, you know, they'll do puff puff pass and yeah. all of a sudden they go out They're there fine. and they lose their anxiety. I actually
1: think I got to get some sort of marijuana product for my puppy. I have a six-month-old golden retriever that is destroying my house. They Has, have it. She's decided that she is the pool inspector. She is w- walking out onto the pool cover, ripping the patches off the pool cover. I, I don't know what to do with All this right, dog. You just Somebody just said had you got to the- get a CD-
2: CBD product for yes, her. Yeah, but yeah. you just had the dog fixed. I did last is week. Is the behavior continuing? It's worse. Wow. Yeah, she's gotten worse. Normally, she's, like, she's
1: insane, she's dog. But normally, that's sedates. She's the cutest dog, the dog. in the world. By the way, it's not always. It's like an hour a day
2: where she just goes wild. Is that because you and your wife or your daughter are away? No, no, when we're there. She doesn't have separation anxiety? No, no, no at no. all. I'll be honest with you.
1: It's funny because sometimes I put a puppy cam on to see how she's doing while we're away. When we're away, she just goes and lays down, goes to sleep. We put her in her crate, she just goes to sleep. Uh, if we leave her out, while you know, like during the day, we won't put her in the crate. We leave her out on the couch, but we keep the the area penned off so she can't run around the house. just goes and sleeps. But it's when we're there. It's like she wants to show up for us. Well,
2: let's go through what uh, the rationale may be. It may be you, Chris. Could be. You're manic to begin with. I'm not manic, but I am a little intense. Yeah. So the point (laughs) is you show up. You change the whole energy field of your house. Yeah. You're so manic. You're like bouncing off the walls.
1: I'm intense. Manic, right. is, manic means you go back and forth. I don't really go back and forth. I'm no, always, no, that's true. I'm always That's up. true, right. <laughs> you know?
2: But you're intense. Yeah. And that rubs off on your puppy yeah. dog. Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably... Maybe, maybe you should just, uh, before you come home, to visit with your family and especially your brand new puppy dog, take a few Quaaludes. <laughs> Do they still make quaaludes? Yes. I think they do. Oh, hell yeah. I I don't. Hey, look, just (laughs) ask Bill Cosby. I guess so. I'm I'm sure he has his supply like I have do not bills from 1978. He's got something. He's got quaaludes from the 70s. He's got quaaludes.
1: Now he's trying to make a comeback. He says he's going to go on tour,
2: Curtis. Oh, and they pack out the house. They're going to go on tour? He's going to go on tour? He would pack out the house. Sick. There is a following for Bill Cosby. First of all, he was very good. He was great. He was one of the kings. As a commentator. Just as a commentator.
1: He was a great comedian. His special in the 80s himself, where he just talked about his kids and his family, one of the best comedy specials of all time. But the guy was raping women. He was raping women. And he got out on a technicality, and it's ridiculous.
2: And when he would be in public, like at a public gathering on the stage, he's receiving an award, accolades, whatever – Whatever women were on the stage, he would grab them and wouldn't let them go, Yeah, you know, by the arm. Yeah, yeah. Or the shoulder. Yeah. Like a lech. Sick. Sickening. But I'm telling you, he'll pack out the house. I bet you are right.
1: one 800 Let me go to Patrick and Brewster. Patrick, how you doing?
5: Hi, good evening. Hey, I heard Curtis mention that in the 60s that Coca-Cola was putting cocaine in pure serum. But were they also putting it in the ordinary coal that we drink?
2: No, not to the same extent. You uh, And remember, if you went to the fountain uh, to the um, um, pharmacist, uh, not pharmacist, but if you were buying it in a luncheonette and, you know, they would mix the Coca-Cola with the seltzer. Right, right. Then you would be getting the purer form of Coca-Cola as opposed to if you went to the supermarket or the grocery store and bought it in the old bottles, which made it always taste better. Than in those plastic bottles. Now,
1: is this why the guardian angels have red and black jackets? Was it you were addicted to Coca Cola? I was addicted child? to Coca Cola. Yeah. Were you addicted to the purer form or the cans?
2: No, uh not the cans. Didn't like the cans. Didn't like plastic. Right. Love the old bottles. So
1: this, is to exp- this is starting to explain a lot. Here. I
2: could drink two sixty-four ounce bottles of Coca Cola every day and have it as a form of IV in my system while I was doing uh, radio. Hmm. That's, that's pretty. So crazy. what it does, it raises you up and then you crash. Yeah, raises you up, and then yeah. you crash.
1: It's like a Red Bull, and oh, then it you know, burns your stomach yeah.
2: out. Yeah, oh, pfft. I'm sure. It's
1: horrible. one 800 848 Walker in Paramus. Walker. Chris, Curtis, good afternoon. How are you doing? Uh, you are my... uh, fine,
4: thank you. Uh, I'm not going to ask how you are because I don't want to get in trouble with Curtis. Um,
2: you were mentioning Purdue Pharma and uh, Percocet and uh, Oxycodone. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're the Oxy Kings. They're the Oxy Kings, Purdue. The Sackler family, but they make a complementary product called Seneca.
4: It's a powerful laxative. Believe it or not, the same company makes it because a normal person would take an opioid, not be able to have a bowel movement, and say, "I'm not
0: taking this crap."
2: <laughs> no, that's that, that's true. When I when I was on Oxy's for three years, I had chronic Crohn's disease. You you have no bowel movement. Yeah, you're all stuffed up. So I would be eating boxes of X lax You know the old chocolate yeah, Xlax. Yeah, 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 Didn't do anything. Mm. And then you're drinking bottles of prune juice. Didn't do anything.
1: Your know, cup of coffee doesn't do it for you? No. Oh, man. I'm getting old sucks. 1-800-848-9222. one 848 wabc
0: it's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king, Curtis Lewa, in the left corner. The aggressive, progressive, Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. 1-800-848-9222. one
1: 848 wabc Curtis and Christopher Hahn with you until 5. And Curtis is back from 9.00 till one uh, taking your calls let me go to gail in new york city gail
4: hi hi just a quick word to chris about his puppy please please be patient my hound dog peaches was a maniac when she was young if she was awake she had to be chewing she Mm. felt it was her job yeah ruined shoes a leather jacket craziness and she got over it totally in fact i kind of I kind of missed a little of the. I,
1: I I I know this. This is my second gold, and I have another one that's two and a half years old. And as soon as this one is about two, I'm gonna to have to redo the entire first floor of my house. Well, speaking <laughs> of
2: drugs, why not just a little liquid uh, Prozac in there? Alpo dog food. <laughs> I don't give her Alpo, man. Oh, Dash dog food, four no, 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 cancer for no, no, a dollar. No, no, no. Puppy Chow, of course. Oh, excuse Puppy me. Chow.
1: Excuse me. Now they call it Perina. Pro plus puppy,
2: or Could something like that. Could it be the food that is causing the animal to sort of bounce off the walls?
1: I don't know what it is. It's funny because this dog will go crazy for like an hour and then she's the sweetest dog the rest of the day. She just is. She's just the sweetest dog. Well, you know, many
2: people day. say that about you, Chris. They see you on the Fox <laughs> News channel. They say, oh, what a crazy guy. And then they meet you in person and they say, He's so nice, so yeah. cool, so well, I, calm, I'm collected. I going to be nice
1: to everybody I meet, you know, but you don't want me on TV to be nice. You want me on TV to, to mix it up. So maybe
2: we root for the conflict. Maybe your pumpy dog is getting the wrong signals from you. <laughs> she does watch me on the Fox News show. Maybe channel a lot. she's heard the term the aggressive progressive.
1: She thinks I'm saying the aggressive puppy. Yes. I think that might be right. I That's think right. that might be it. one 800 848 222 Jimmy in Jersey. Jimmy. Hey,
4: how you doing guys? Chris. The reason you talk exactly like that is just like me every Sunday for one hour. <laughs> I, just like that. listen to you.
1: Two hours, Jimmy. You need to listen for two hours. Please, don't insult us. 800-848. I don't mind you insulting me saying I'm, you don't like what I'm saying, but listen for two hours. That's all I care about. This is ratings. incredible.
2: Look at all the calls uh, that people, are in response to the plight of your people, little golden retriever puppy. want to
1: talk about my dog. All you right. know,
2: the most popular hour that I do all week on the weekends is the animal welfare, yeah. animal uh, segment at night. Twelve midnight tonight to one in the morning with my wife Nancy, who's the expert. People call up in advance.
1: By the way, if you want to see that puppy, go to my Instagram feed. Uh it's uh, Christopher Han N. Y on Instagram. I think you'll enjoy the puppy pictures. That's oh, really all it, that's on that there. That
2: humanizes you. <laughs> that's really all that's that on there. That humanizes
1: you. I have pictures of the puppy and I have pictures of my tie right before I go on TV. I put a tie out. Uh one Russell in White Plains.
5: Hey, I got a cure for Chris Hahn's free floating anxiety and manic energy. Put Chris in a crate, neuter him more than his wife has already. <laughs> Give him a quailu
1: disguised as a Done's pill. It'll make him a lot more lovable. Oh, what a great guy this guy is. He waited he waited twenty minutes to
2: say all right, that. All right. A little extreme uh, in his analogy, yeah. but maybe if you cherry picked some of those things, it I might mean, help.
1: I wouldn't mind sleeping in a nice compact area. You know what I'm saying? I think maybe that now, would help. The, it would help
2: you sleep. This is a, a, a good comparison. And you've represented, obviously, in the criminal justice world, uh, uh, in criminal court, people who get sentenced. Some guys, some gals, they can do their time in an 8x4 for a Right? Itself. They love it, some of them. Others, they can't deal They're with really it. They nuts. Uh, Harvey Weinstein had said, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it.
1: Well, that's because he never had to be in a room smaller than like 500 square feet before in his life. <laughs> and now he's in an
2: 8x8. Or even Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh. If you sure. believe that he took his own life.
1: Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I know who was running those jails, and it wasn't anybody who liked Jeffrey Epstein. one 800 Let me go to Martha in Brooklyn. Martha.
5: Thank
4: you.
1: I was wondering about the fentanyl that uh,
4: killed more male, young male boys than uh,
5: girls, and I was just wondering if there's some connection to the boys um, you know uh, physical you know physicality and also was the first call was that Nancy it sounded like Nancy's
2: voice no no it wasn't Nancy now let me explain something about fentanyl because I was on fentanyl for a while it is the best painkiller available but you have to take it the way it's prescribed to you if you self medicate you got problems yeah and as i said originally a lot of people who use heroin will specifically ask the dealers, males, is this cut with fentanyl because it's a better high? Mm. So you would say with all the information out there that fentanyl you kills would, you quicker. You think they would know. No, because they want a super high. It's like years ago, speedballs mixing uh, heroin with cocaine. Yeah. That's what killed uh, John Belushi. John Belushi yeah. And back then, the trendoids and freakazoids in Hollywood... We're going to those bungalows at the Chateau Marmont and injecting one another with speedballs. Ridiculous. You I don't
1: understand. You see- I, I, look, I, I lost a brother who was a drug addict. Uh, and it's uh, it boggles my mind how people who know better continue to do it and it's one of the in my opinion one of the worst problems we have in but this imagine society.
2: they're telling each other what a great high it is they all want a better high yeah
1: they want a better high and they want a better life 1-800-848-9222 1-800-848-WABC courtesy chris with you till five
0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. 1
1: 800 848 9222. That's 1 800 848 WABC. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa with you till 5
2: p.m. Then Curtis will be back 9 to 1 talking. I don't know about cats. Oh, well, you can't miss the 12 midnight to 1 o'clock hour with uh, Nancy, the uh, animal rights uh, expert. People actually call up in advance and want to be cute. I don't want to talk to you, Frank. Don't want to talk to you, Frank. Don't want to talk to you, Curtis. I want to talk to Nancy I want to talk to somebody a little
1: closer my age, so they call for her.
2: Oh, I see. Right. Right, Yeah, yeah, Frank Morano, he does act like he's 80.
1: He acts like he's 80, but he's a lot. This is the thing about Frank. Frank is a lot younger than he appears, and I am a lot older than I appear. I'm a Gen Xer. He's a millennial. He's
2: actually president of the Al Jolson Club. (laughs) He is. He's an Al Jolson society out there. Look it up. Uh, don't just think that I'm pulling your chains and chewing your shorts. Google it. We didn't cancel Al Jolson. I thought no. he
1: was canceled. No, no.
2: Well, obviously, certain people did because yeah. of his blackface. Yeah, uh, I thought I canceled him. Uh, but uh, Frank Morano is now the president of the Al Jolson Society. That's crazy. All right. So, a lot of people making a
1: comeback. I don't think Al Jolson will be making a comeback anytime. Uh, a couple of people I know that are burning you
2: up. Uh Hillary Clinton? Well, I wouldn't say she's burning me up. I think she's timing her comeback at an opportune moment as the uh, prospects of Joe Biden continuing into running for re-election and Harris uh replacing him are getting more and more dimmer, the what? prospects of that. And they're offering up Buttigieg, 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 who does not have stellar ratings when you look at all these... uh product shortages and all the backups in terms of the uh, supply chain in America.
1: I I just look, I am done with baby boomers running this country. And Joe Biden's not even a baby boomer. He's the generation before baby boomers. I don't know what you call them, the lost generation, because he's not the greatest generation. He's not the baby boomers. He's that in-between generation. I'm done with it. It's time for Gen X to have another president. We had one, Obama. I think we need another one. And then move on to the millennials. I, enough with these people who have nothing to look forward to for the future of this country running the country.
2: Yes, but you see, Hillary felt it appropriate at this moment to give us the speech she would have given Yes, if the stars were aligned differently when she was running against Donald Trump for the presidency of the United States. And notice how she chokes up Yeah, well, like halfway through.
4: I'm going to share with you what I intended to say if I had been elected in 2016. My fellow Americans, today you sent a message to the whole world.
1: So I've never read it before. So I don't understand why they're playing spa music behind it, like go get a massage music. I don't know if you've ever
2: been to a spa. <laughs> it sounds like she hasn't gotten over it. She has not gotten over it. That was, that was genuine. Uh, I, I uh, didn't think she uh, was faking uh, that. Look, she should have won. Um, she didn't.
1: And it's hard to get over I don't need to tell you. You and I have both lost elections. I lost an election when I was 21 years old. I had no business even being in and it. it was a very close one of being a close election. Uh, you lost an election for mayor. You had no business being in. It, it wasn't that close, but you're still not over it. Right, I mean, you don't
2: ever... Oh, really... no, I'm over it. Oh, you're over it? You're completely oh, yeah. over it? I'm over it. Look, I gave my concession speech at 9.15 that yeah, night.
1: if you would have been able to give a, con- a long concession speech, you might have choked up, too, but they told you, hey, Curtis, no, no, no 30, no you got 35
2: it. seconds, man. You got no, 27% of the question vote. You're gonna, we're going to give you one second for every percentage of the vote you got. That was such a close election. She didn't decide to contest the votes in some states where they could have done a recap. Yeah. Very She close. basically tossed in the towel, and I don't think... it it was advice from bill clinton or other clinton advisors. you know them they would have said are you kidding we got to contest every vote every state where it's close why do you think she just tossed in the towel
1: because she didn't want to put the country through it right you I mean, thought she it, was doing chance, it for the benefit of the, the chances country. of winning in a recount are very small you know they say oh it was 10,000 votes in wisconsin it was 20,000 votes in pennsylvania it was 30,000 votes in michigan
2: you're not going to make 30,000 votes up in a return. Well, you're right. Uh, she didn't have the subject of dominion and smartmatic back then.
1: She wasn't going to lie to the American people and say she was defrauded like the former guy did.
2: Now, excuse me. She wasn't going to lie in the most important event of her no, entire she's life not, she wasn't. Gonna, she's lied about other she things? She wasn't going to drag the country through the
1: mud and cast doubt on our electoral system. I think that she did the honorable thing
2: frankly, and, I, and she doesn't get enough credit for it. Sounds to me like you're considering Hillary as the substitute for Joe Biden. I, I'm not. I'm not.
1: I am not, and it has nothing to do with it. I think she's great. I think she's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life, and I've met her. I've been around her many times in my life, worked with her on things in my life. I think she's one of the smartest, deepest people I've ever met in my life, and I'm not, I'm not making that up. No,
2: I understand that, and many people say that about yeah. her.
1: And but, cares about. I, I think she truly cared about what she was working
2: on. All right, but dealing with Joe Biden. And again, I want you to play the cut of Joe Biden, again, referring to Vice President Harris as President Harris. This is, a, I'd say, this is probably about the fourth time that he's done this.
0: All kidding aside, of course, President Harris is a proud Howard alum. She might have something to say about Delaware State.
2: What is it about him referring oh, her? Oh, come pressure? on! Give me a break. I mean, look, there's maybe so many he slipped other-
1: in the kitchen while he was getting his tea that morning. There's I don't so know. So many
2: other fractured <laughs> phrases, spoonerism. Yes, uh, yes, yes. What is it that if you were advising the president now? Right. Because obviously his ratings are plummeting. A lot of Americans it just has don't nothing think nothing
1: to do with him. It's that- COVID. It is COVID. We are so sick of COVID in this country. If you look at his ratings, his ratings among Republicans and independents are almost exactly the same. He's lost ground with Democrats.
2: All right, but... People are sick of it. Every time he comes out and he makes statements, he has these setbacks. Yeah. What would you say to him and his staff in order to rein him in and try to prevent this? Maybe just do uh, pre-taped presentations in which you get a chance to edit it first? No, I I think
1: you got to just make sure he's properly prepared and make sure he doesn't go off the cuff that much. Most presidents don't go off the cuff. We just lived through four years of Donald Trump just speaking well, expect you know, doing it
2: all the time. Bill Bill Clinton went off the cuff a lot. Well,
1: I'm not talking about what he did in his bedroom and private life. <laughs> I'm talking about when he was making a speech, and his speeches were damn good. I mean, Bill Clinton was one of the best public speakers ever to be president of the United States. But it, it's it's a, uh, you know, I would say the guy needs to be prepared. He needs to stick to the script and, and keep doing his own. Look, he is older. I don't believe in my heart of hearts that he will run for
2: re-election. I don't.
1: I don't know. I have no insight Do you solution. think
2: he's in complete control of his mental I faculties? I do. I do.
1: I do think he's in complete control of his mental fac- faculties. That doesn't mean he didn't lose a step. He's not the speaker he was 10 years ago. Neither are you. Neither am I. You know, he is, he's a little bit older. And he's lost a step in certain ways, but that doesn't mean he's not mentally capable. And I think a lot of older Americans should be offended by the fact that people are even saying that about him.
2: Do you think he's cogent in terms of what he has to do as
1: president? Yeah, I do think he's cogent in what he has to do as president, but I do think it would be difficult to make the case at I guess he'll be 81 years old when he's running for re- when he would be running for re-election. Difficult to make this the case that you should be president till you're 85.
2: Now, why has uh, Harris not caught fire? She—it seems every time she makes a public appearance, she has a setback. I don't believe that's the
1: case. I think that Harris, look, nobody really pays attention to the vice president. I think that the right wing media has played a pay a lot of attention to right to to her because even though Biden's numbers have been slipping, it's hard to demonize Joe Biden because remember the right wing's base is a lot of old white guys and Joe Biden is an old white guy, so it's hard to demonize the old white guy. So they demonize the younger African American woman,
2: but she certainly gives them fodder for that. Eh, she, look, I mean, she laughs inappropriately. She has that cackle. Uh, Every time she's asked a tough question, uh, you know, she attacks the person asking the question, almost in a Trumpian fashion.
1: She has always been an attack dog. She has been the woman with the knife. I I don't think they've used her properly in this administration. I think they actually should be using her to go out there and attack some of these Republican senators. Well, now, let me
2: ask you about Like Rand Paul. She gets assigned border control czar. Yeah. Doesn't go down there. Doesn't you, don't you think she's saying to them, it's like, this is really making me look bad. You send me to the one place, El Paso, that does not have the problem. I need to be down at the border. Or do you think it's an assignment she just didn't want? It is. A t- look, immigration
1: has been a problem in this country since the 1980s. You're going to solve it in six months?
2: Give her some time. That's what I think. But why her resistance and going down to the border hotspots? You would think if you're in charge. What is the point of going?
1: We know what's going on there. Why do we have to have a photo op for everything we do?
2: So just let it keep going as it's going.
1: I don't think we can need to need to let the border keep going the way it's going. Can we do but one thing? We need can to we have do a one photo thing for here? as
2: yeah, we yeah. allow these people to come in in huge numbers? Yep. Can we require that they get a shot, a covid I, shot?
1: I have been consistent on this. I want anybody coming into this country to have a shot, whether they come in across the border legally or illegally. Get them, put a shot in their arm.
2: All the vaccines. All of them. Uh the uh, flu virus vaccine. I want you to be fully vaxxed when you come into this country. Fully vaxxed. My God, most of these people have never had a vaccine. Well, you realize they it. will have black and blue marks they're on gonna both arms. They're going to be walking around arms. like
1: they just pitched a doubleheader. They're going to have their <laughs> arm hanging down. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-W-A-B-C. Peter in Bay Ridge. Peter!
4: Uh, Merry Christmas, guys. Curtis, all respect to you for everything you've done in New York. Uh, Mr. Hans, Uh, Thinking about the crime in Democratic run cities, I feel Malcolm X was spot on when he said the worst enemy of the black man is the white liberal. I've never heard any progressive give a a refute
5: that
2: in any meaningful way. Well, that's because you you, you, that's
1: because you don't really listen to anything anybody's saying. And. Malcolm X never said that. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two. By any means
2: necessary. He said. So, yeah, he did. Uh, he I'm, did I'm assuming that uh, if his home was invaded because they tried uh, home invasions on his home in Southeast Queens, uh, he had a rifle at the ready. He would have shot the. I-,
1: I believe he should. How about that?
2: <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, well, hold on a second.
1: I uh, look. If he's got a, if he's got a, a handgun, he bought legally, or uh, you know, no, he, he had, had a, a background rifle. check. Show the did picture back with then. the rifle. Right. Hey, look. When somebody comes into your home to kill you, you
2: can kill them. He's right. So now if they're coming in and doing smashing and grabs, and you're a, a, a private security officer. Now wait, are that- they
1: coming in to kill you, or are they coming in to take your property? Well, I'm sure if somebody you- comes in to kill you and take your property, those are two separate things.
2: Oh, if they're only there to I don't to want take to kill people
1: who are just robbing you.
2: Grab them. So let me ask you a question. So if you had the gun at the ready, and somebody was doing a home invasion... And uh, they didn 't uh, abide by your warnings; they just were going to grab everything they could kill them you wouldn 't shoot him in the ass. If somebody came into your house and
1: going into a store. Those are two very different things. If somebody comes into your house who you did not invite with bad intentions, you can act. In, in response to those bad attentions. Of course you can. So a little, nobody, by the way, nobody disagrees with that. This is the thing. There are not liberals in America that say, oh, if somebody comes into your house, you can't defend yourself. Nobody
2: says that. Yes, yes, they no. do. They, no, no, they say know. restorative justice. No no no, say, no, 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 no. no. Don't Somebody's arrest coming them. into your house, they're coming into your house to hurt you, you can hurt them. No, no, no. They say restorative justice. Don't arrest no, them. No, Just no. sit them That's down in the, the room. That's the
1: state. That is the role. Don't don't confuse an individual. This is the problem with conservatives. They confuse the role of the state with the role of an individual, right? That is what I'm trying to explain to you. I am not the state. You come into my house to try to hurt me, I will kill you. I And then I will deal. Then the state has to deal with me. Right To see if I'm culpable or not. But I believe I have a right, if you come to my house, to hurt me, for me to
2: hurt you. Well, see, if you have that gumption... And by the way, I believe everybody does. If you have that gumption, why don't you apply it to the rest of society where people think they can go in and out of a store, smash and grab, they, they do loot not.
1: and shoot? No, I do not believe if you go into a store with evil intentions, particularly violent intentions, you can be subject to those kinds of penalties in reverse.
2: So you would give them a high five and say, now, shoot them right between the remember, eyes. Remember...
1: Remember. How about is, this? Remember, it's different when the state. I am not acting as a state. If I own a store, somebody comes in and starts committing violence in my store. I am not the state. Do not confuse private that. action with state action. But this is say, what conservatives they conflate
2: it. Let's say you've been victimized before by these smashing grabs or just robberies in general, and you have a sawed-off Remington underneath the counter with rock salt or bird shot or buck shot. And bird you shot, scare.
1: buck shot. That's how you do it. You load your gun. With First shot is bird shot, second shot's buckshot. I'm gonna shoot you once with the bird shot. You keep coming, I'm gonna hit you with the buckshot. Right between the eyes. You don't have to hit him between the eyes with the buckshot, it goes everywhere. Come on, gonna you're gonna go the, the, well the whole nine yards. No,
2: I'm gonna get him right in the chest. Some of it will get in their face. But it is, it's the way it works. Come on, you're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna have a card from the NRA no way. I
1: believe everybody who has a gun should have a background check. Everyone. I also believe we should have license and registration and insurance on guns. And I think the NRA should put their money where their freaking mouth is. If you think everybody should have a gun no matter what, you insure it. You could be the insurer,
2: NRA. Now, what happens if you're living in a high-crime area and you, you don't qualify to have a gun, but you know the folks are coming to kill you, they're coming to rape you, they're coming to assault you, and you feel you have no other choice but to get an illegal handgun to protect yourself? No,
1: I don't want illegal Will you defend handgun. that person? No, no, I would not. If you don't qualify for a gun, that means you misused a gun. You misused, you used violence in a way that you shouldn't have used So violence. poor and impoverished
2: people, they're not entitled to have no, a weapon. No, that
1: doesn't necessarily mean not everybody who's poor and impoverished have misused weapons or violence.
2: Well, wait a second. That is
1: a misstatement.
2: They don't have to show ID in order to vote because that's a prejudice issue. Why are you suddenly requiring minorities to have to I, show ID I think to that qualify we should, I get think a gun? I think that we
1: should treat guns the way we treat other things that kill in this country, like cars we license them, we teach people how to use them, and we insure them.
2: And what happens though when a car does hit somebody? Generally the person is not prosecuted.
1: No, because there's insurance and everything's worked out.
2: So insurance so you want to give insurance companies in Hartford, Connecticut more opportunities to soak people Well, they don't on have their to money. Be, they
1: don't have to be in Hartford,
2: Connecticut like I said. Well, come on, they're all in Hartford. Here's what I'm saying. The NRA
1: is so intent on giving every idiot a gun in this country Not just people who should have them. And a lot of people should have them. A lot of people, who cares? But there are a lot of idiots who shouldn't have them. They're so intent on doing it. Let them insure them. Let the NRA take out insurance on the former felon who wants a gun now. Let them do it. Put your money where your mouth is, Wayne LaPierre. Stop putting it to big houses and suits that nobody cares you wear. You look just as good in a cheap suit because you're an ugly human being. You insure those people, Wayne LaPierre. Now, Wayne LaPierre. By the way, Curtis gets the full... Pundit, I forget that I'm on the radio. I still work.
2: Wayne Lapierre made his bones in the New York State Legislature. Did you know that? I did not know as that. a uh, aide, a chief of staff, or a lobbyist. I forget. That's really where he established his presence. He's the so worst. you can blame the New York State Legislature.
1: We elect some people that uh, shouldn't get elected in this country, in the state, everywhere.
2: No, he didn't get elected.
1: Oh, he was an aide.
2: St- Staffy. He was an uh, intern or I think something. think a chief of staff. No, no, no. I think. Uh, I got
1: to look this up. I want to find out. Yeah, who you, he got, worked to. For you got to. 1 800
2: 848 9222 1 800 848
0: WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. On New York's News and Talk Station, 77 WABC.
1: 1 800 848 That's 1 800 848 WABC. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lee, are with you till 5 p.m., and then we uh, have Curtis coming back at uh, 9 o'clock, going all the way to 1.
2: By the way, you know the rules and regulations I've established for talk radio callers? Yeah. The other day, uh, Rudy Giuliani was calling up for the scheduled interview, and he asked me, how am I doing? And I even lectured Michael Mbadichich, Rudy Giuliani, no, you don't ask me how I'm doing, Rudy, because <laughs> I'll just tell you, I've had better I've days. I've had better days. And he took it like a man. Oh, he took it like a man. I like some of our callers. Like, oh, what are you breaking my chops for, Curtis? one
1: 800 <laughs> Bill in NYC. Bill, how you doing?
3: I'm not going to ask, but here's the thing. Two quick points. I want to say something about Trump's change on Israel and Palestine. But first of all, I just want to make the point. Malcolm X did say that repeatedly that liberals were worse. You can see him talking about liberals on YouTube, saying they're worse. Yes, yes. And, they, okay. and Curtis. Yes, they liberals are worse. Also, they, 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 yeah. And, and Curtis. No, no. White, about, liberals. Yeah, white, white liberals. White liberals. Right white liberals. Like okay, yeah, go yeah, go ahead, okay.
1: Yeah, whatever. Okay. They're much worse. One minute
3: clip. He talks about it many times. I'm sure that,
1: <laughs> that makes point. you feel good. I'm sure that helps you sleep at night. I'm sure you tell that. See?
3: Look. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought that, well, they had rallies. Malcolm X and they had 12,000. Look, do you want to start had...
1: quoting Malcolm X? You can start quoting him on other things, too. See how you feel about it. I don't think you'll be too happy. But go ahead.
3: Well, he said it. There's a reason why. Uh,
1: all right. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said a lot of things. Harlem, that Harlem... I'm sure you would hate. But you're going to hold that one up. But go ahead.
3: But Finish your point. Anyway, I'm going to move to Trump in Israel. Please. Thank God Trump finally saw the light, and now he's saying the truth. <laughs> Jared Kushner threw the Israeli ambassador out of the office. And Trump said that he spent three hours talking to the Palestinian leader. He believed in his heart that Trump, that this guy wanted peace. The Palestinian side wanted peace more than the Israeli side. In, within three minutes of talking to Netanyahu, Trump said all, all that side wanted was more money. And the first thing they wanted was are OK with them annexing more land from the Palestinians. And Trump said he had a complete change of heart. I think it's wonderful because, as we all know, Trump is so right about China. And he's so right about the border. He was
1: never right about China. He, he stopped talking about COVID in March or in February of 2020 because he was worried about his trade deal with China. He wasn't right about Israel and Palestine. Well, he wasn't right about anything. Well, wait a Quite second. frankly, he doesn't like Jews particularly. Wait a second. He doesn't like Jews. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. I know his daughters a Jew now. I know that his, his son-in-law is Jewish. I, I, he his grandchildren like yeah, are Jewish.
2: No, he doesn't.
1: Well, wait careful. a second.
2: Let's go to the most recent cut him in an interview he gave in which uh, I actually uh, believe that what he is saying is spot on. Uh, this is how he says evangelicals are much closer to the state of Israel than most Jews are. Yeah. There's people in this country that are Jewish no longer love Israel. I'll tell you, the evangelical Christians
4: love Israel more than the Jews in this country. It used to be that Israel had absolute power over Congress. And today, I think it's the exact opposite. And I think Obama and Biden did that. And yet, in the election, they still get a lot of votes from Jewish people, which tells you that the Jewish people, and I've said this for a long time, the Jewish people in the United States either don't like Israel or don't care about Israel. I mean, you look at the New York Times. The New York Times hates Israel, hates them. And they're Jewish people that... Run the New
1: York Times. I mean, the Oh, so he's saying that Jews run the media. Hmm. Doesn't sound at all anti-Semitic to you? But he's saying the truth. Though. No, he's not. You know what? See, here's the thing.
2: I read the Times he's all the time. He's speaking and like a guy who doesn't
1: even understand why evangelical Christians love the state of Israel. Do you know why evangelical Christians love the state of or want to protect the state of Israel? You know what their whole deal is?
2: Well, that's where Armageddon takes right. place.
1: They want to see the state of Israel destroyed in a nuclear war. They want to see a Holocaust again in the state of Israel. That's why evangelical Christians want that. They want Armageddon to happen. They want the end of the freaking world. So (laughs) let me give you
2: an example. Uh, The second Intifada in 2000, yes, our Arafat. uh, I went over there to do broadcasting from Israel. The only people I ran into time and time again as I worked my way from the Golan Heights down to a lot near the Red Sea were uh, evangelical Christians from Nigeria, uh, dressed all in green, on buses. There were no Jews there to support the state of Israel. They were, they were too afraid. Oh, the interfaither. We shouldn't go there. Israel desperately needed their tourist dollars, and they turned their back yeah, on Israel. Look, I mean, here's
1: the thing: to say that American Jews don't care about Israel, a lot of them do. not That's not true. It's a lot not of them true. Don't. It, it is just not true. I'm half Jewish. Uh, now, which, side, time,
2: which side of you is talking about? My father, right my father's the half side, uh, the my, yeah, Jewish I'm, I'm, or I'm half side. I'm gonna talk as my Jewish side yeah, right okay? Now, okay?
1: Right. Even though I'm, my name is Christopher and nobody believes uh, me. Do America. you
2: have a brisk? Uh, I you know can prove I that. did
1: not have a brisk, unfortunately. I, my mother was Italian and <laughs> so, uh, but it's it's just not true. It's all we talk about. <laughs> it's like we talk about Israel all the time on that side of the family. But look at what it's look just, look at what Trump just did. stop. He's wrong. He doesn't know. He doesn't even talk to his daughter, clearly. He just, you know, looks at pictures of her on Instagram.
2: Look, he moved the embassy, and I thought all hell would break loose. Uh, he moved it right into Jerusalem. That did not happen. No. Uh, he then reached out to the Sunnis, who wanted protection from the Shias, the Iran uh, Iranian Ayatollahs, who wanted to blow them all up. And all of a sudden, they started getting together with Israel in a way they hadn't done it ever. He was making progress and he was using his son-in-law Kushner as sort of the uh, aide de camp to and go look out. What there.
1: happened? He got a nice loan from the Saudis, Kushner. I wonder how that worked out. Wait a second. So he got like a couple of billion dollars from the Saudis
2: to fix his mess on six 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 Fifth Avenue. Well, the only ones that didn't come on board in all of that were the Saudis. You know, the Saudis, the UAE. The something came on up board. with the
3: Saudis
1: where the Saudis really liked what Kushner was doing. Maybe all of these people who were worried about you know, this and that little nonsense thing can start looking at you. Worried about what Hunter Biden's selling at an art gallery downtown? Why don't you wonder what, Jared Kushner was selling that gave him billions of dollars from the Saudis. Why don't we worry about that?
2: Well, why don't you do the expose? I mean, Uh, uh, it's a lot of work. Oh, I see. you got to go purloin his laptop. I got to go run, do other things. I Uh, don't really care that much. But I'm saying, I guarantee you, if you had a laptop with all that information on uh, Kushner's laptop, that would be in every newspaper. That would be in
1: Kushner's laptop. If I went and broke in and took his daughter's diary, no, no, uh, you went
2: nearby on Fifth Avenue to somebody who was fixing laptops and he had left it there and the time of exploration doesn't that, doesn't
1: that seem like just a little too convenient for you and you know the guy who was fixing the laptops was blind
2: how do you fix what are you lap- trying to say how that do a blind you fix- person a blind person is incapable of fixing how a does laptop? he know it was hunter biden excuse me was david patterson governor of the state of new york he was a great governor of the state of new york uh, did steve Wynn run some of the greatest casinos in the world was he blind almost blind <laughs> not so really I'm challenged
1: all right well that's
2: why people win at that point. I think you, should rescind. It, I I think you should rescind your comments. I'll take it back. You I know, take I'm going to go there to the, uh, what is that, on 23rd Street, the uh, offices of the blind, the tower there, they have uh, all the blind, and, and condemn you. Condemn <laughs> me. <laughs> for questioning you're gonna, you're the ability of
1: blind people. Of a blind guy who fixes laptops. I can't fix find the screws of the black top laptop and I have 20-20 vision. How is a blind person supposed to
2: see those little screws, You Curtis? know, I'm sorry. In honor of Helen Keller. I will never forgive you for that Have statement. you ever seen the size of the screws just to open the back
1: cover of a laptop? They are microscopic. How do you even see? You can't see them with full sight. Doesn't make any sense to me.
2: You are a Shanda. Uh, <laughs> a Shanda.
1: A Shanda on me. 1-800-848-9222. one 800 wabc Ted. Oh, Ted just left us. one 800 Let me go Steve on Long Island. Steve. Hey, Curtis, just a heads up about this guy. I worked with him when he was the commissioner in Nassau County. And what he says, it's an all, all in that. I, first of all, I was never the commissioner in Nassau County. I was the chief deputy county executive. And you surely did not work with me,
2: Steve.
4: Saw my face, Chris. You would know who I am. And we would have
1: many of lunches. And you're just full of it. Many and of saw-
2: lunches. Now, let me ask you a question, uh, Steve. Who paid for the lunches?
1: Seriously,
2: really, this is all an act for money for this guy. Well, it's not working out that well. I mean, now, let that, me need a little question. more money. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> how did they uh, fit your title on your sweatshirt that was given to you uh, courtesy of the taxpayers in Nassau County? What was the title you had? What what no-show job did you have? I yet? didn't have a
1: no-show job. It was an all-the-time show job. And what, it, was, and, it
2: was a round-the-clock, didn't matter what day it was, didn't matter if it
1: was the, a holiday, didn't matter if it was like... I always tell the story Valentine's Day weekend. I hadn't seen my wife in like weeks, right?
2: She probably appreciated it. So I'm like, that. you know what? I'm
1: going to do. We're going to go to the city on Valentine's Day weekend. We're gonna we're going to stay in the city. We're going to go see a show. We'll go out to dinner. Stay in the city for a couple of days. So it snows, which already screws it up. Now I got to go back out. for Oh, especially that. In Nashville. County. And the Winter Olympics was going on, and and um, the skater in in Japan dropped out. And the backup skater was from Nassau County, and I had to get out there to make sure the police were protecting her because now all the media wanted to get to her practice facility in Nassau County. It was, it was, it never ended. Fourth of July, I'd be sitting on my, uh, on my deck barbecuing, and I get a call: somebody got struck by lightning in one of the county pools, and I had to go. To, it was around
2: the clock. And job. what was your title? Chief Deputy County Executive. The hell could you fit that on one shirt? <laughs> no, Chief Deputy. I never county got Executive. a shirt. You were never elected to that no, position? No, it was not an elected position. Appointed. It sounds to me like a no-show job. Part it was not. It was absolutely.
1: I wish it was a no-show job, Curtis. I wish you were true. It wasn't even a regular 9-to-5 job. This came from the it Swazi machine. Not, not only that, you see how slim and fit I am right now. When I had that job, and this is now tw- almost 20 years ago, um I looked older than I do now. I weighed, at the end of the time, my time I was there, I weighed 230 pounds because all I would do was work. All the time. And well, I re-
2: look, your, he- bo- your boss was Tom Swasey. I understood why you went crazy. Well, he was a good boss. He, he was too busy guy. looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> he was why running- don't you-, you take care of this, Chris? I got to get these last few hairs in place. He was- it should take about a He was a running hour. for governor
1: against Elliot Spitzer at the time. And he got crushed. He should have won.
2: He, he got won- crushed.
1: He should have won. What a shame. What a shame and that that. And then what would that. your
2: title have been if he ended up going to the I, executive I office? <laughs> I wasn't going. I wasn't going. After
1: like two months of being Look, there, like, you benefited
2: from a no-show job in S.R. No, 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 no,
1: no. I wish it was a no-show job. It was not a no-show job. What was no, the no, title again? I'm not going to say the title again. It was just too too long of a title. I understand And I, I did not work with that guy. That tells you well right Oh, maybe away. I
2: did. Maybe he knew me. When it has that many know. words in the title, that says to me, no-show job. Cause then nobody's gonna ever ask, what does this guy do who's plank, blank, blank, plank, 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 plank? This guy, Steve, says I had lunch with him many a time. Yeah, now wonder who paid. I, 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 n- I
1: never had lunch when I was, I mean, I would eat lunch at my desk.
2: Were you a cheapskate? Were you
1: frugal? No, I just couldn't leave. I had one night where I i I'd been there all day. Well, at signing. Two, at two
2: hundred and thirty pounds, you probably couldn't leave your lunch. No, you? I, I ate everything that was in
1: front of me, but I didn't go out for it. It just had to be there. I had to get it. I had a sandwich I brought with me. Probably.
2: Well, it's a no show job. You, <laughs> it, it, obviously, you can't go. It's, out it's not it.
1: a no show job. It's a no go job. It's the you can't go. You're there all the time. Uh, can you come do this? No, I can't go. I got to work. One 9222 Let me go to Kiva in Del Rey. Kiva.
4: Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, Curtis. Hi, Chris. Curtis, hearing your voice is so fabulous. You are so missed. Can't they have you do drive timer in the afternoon?
2: Well, you know, uh, right now I average about 20 hours on the weekend. I did apply to the fan. Uh, for the ten to two o'clock slot, because I used to do the Curtis Lee with Super Sports Spectacular for ESPN and for uh, WABC, and they chose Brandon Turney and Tiki Barber. Oh, not Tiki. me! Oh, I, that sounds like a good. Well, combo. I've known both those guys for years, yeah. but they wouldn't even give the Curtis Lee with Super Sports Spectacular an opportunity. What would qualify you to be a sports? Oh man, uh, just because you've been hitting the head like really. many football players, Ray Kelly. Okay. Former New York State Boxing Commissioner in... Yep. And uh, also, obviously, longest... Were you a boxer? uh, No. Uh, I would just knock you out in the streets. (laughs) I wouldn't get in the ring. Right, right. You were a street fighter. So he is a sports aficionado. You ask Ray Kelly, longest serving police commissioner. He goes, Curtis, you know, I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. You had the best sports talk program of all time. Ray Kelly.
1: Yeah. Are are you going to defame him? No. Are you going to be smirch? I liked Ray Kelly. I mean, his son's a little
2: crazy, but I liked his dad. Said I was the greatest talk show sports commentator. But he's another guy who worked all the time. So how would he have time to even know that? Oh, he be. In fact, the cop was assigned to him, driving him around actually said he whenever you are on doing sports talk he 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 absolutely had to listen to you all right
1: no well, i guess we'll have to and i was turned down I, by the i fan. guess at some point we're going to have to do an hour on sports or something around here cuz i love sports you know that about me i'm a sports nut oh yeah tennis golf no i i God. like football hockey Baseball, soccer. Basketball. I'm wearing a Yankee
2: hat right now. I love soccer. Soccer. You like the New York team going out to Portland I am to win a, the American am a, championship. Look, it, look,
1: my kids played soccer, so I got into soccer. I played soccer as a kid, too, but I
2: didn't watch it until I became an adult. I thought you would defend American Smash Mouth football. I played American
1: Smash Mouth football my senior high oh, what, school what, and then what, all through college. That,
2: what college was that again? University of Albany, baby. University of Albany. Yes, A sir. real powerhouse. Well, Where did you play, Curtis? Oh, I Where, did know, you play
1: I Where did you play your college? Where did you play your college, ball? All these people besmirching my college football experience.
2: Where did you play your college The only college, college
1: ball? bowl? You were ever in was
2: the one for academia. <laughs> I did play college ball for academia. I did. And, and what 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 was your uh, uh, your focus on the team? What, what, what was I was specialty? a place kicker. You were a Garo Upremian. <laughs> you were a place kicker, Raul
1: Allegre. I don't know who. You is. That's some guy who played with a leather helmet,
2: probably. I played my, for the Miami Dolphins. Be, be, long before my time. I think time. he was a Greek Cypriot. <laughs> right. You know, he was like one of the first, the sidewind kick, you know, the soccer Soccer kick. style. Soccer style. Instead baby. of Lou Groza, who would take it on for the Cleveland Browns straight on. I, he would tie his shoe back, and he would kick it straight. I played football by accident
1: in high school, Uh and then I wound up playing in college. Wait. accident. By accident. I had taken my junior year from off from playing soccer because I wanted to buy a car because all of my math back then was how can I get more women? I think having a car is better than being on the soccer well, team. particularly so, being
2: <laughs> yourself. Right. I understand why so, they wouldn't be uh... So,
1: and then my senior year, I wanted to play again. The coach was like, I don't think you're going to start. You might not play, but come on out. And the football coach said, Hey, Han, you think you could kick a field goal? And I said, Yeah, I think I could kick a
2: field and goal. And what, what uh, college again? University of Albany. 1
1: 800 848 WABC.
0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 W.A.B.C. debate. Heavyweight Slugfest. 1-800-848-9222. one
1: 848 wabc Curtis and Chris with you till 5 o'clock.
2: Curtis, uh, it
1: is a season for comebacks. Well, Hillary, Hillary's trying her. She's trying her. Who else? Who else is out there trying theirs?
2: Well, as many different Democrats as you can come to, uh, up with names, I mean, already <laughs> people are queuing up to replace President Joe Biden. Yeah, but that's a long way away. But
1: I, I'm more concerned about people who probably
2: shouldn't be making comebacks, like Bill Cosby. Is Hinkley
1: making a comeback?
2: Uh, yes, not David Hinkley, who used to be the columnist for radio and television of the New York Daily News, <laughs> who is the reason I'm in radio. Quick uh, sideline. Uh, I was on with Lisa at that time. We were doing Horribly in the Morning, and we were on our way out. You know, They were doing a huge talent search all over the country to replace us in the morning because we were just like a placeholder. And all of a sudden, David Hinckley is listening. I don't know what he was listening to, but he claims he was listening to Lisa and I in the morning, Angels in the Morning. And he said, oh, does a full-page piece in the Daily News. Uh, Good old-fashioned talk radio returns in the morning, husband and wife. The suits uptown at ABC corporate called it suits at WABC. Oh, I see you found the morning program. And <laughs> so they were slapping themselves on the back. They hated us. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, we had a three-year contract. By the way, where's our
1: big write-up? Nobody has written about us Nobody does
2: that anymore. Nobody
1: writes about it anymore. Nobody you notice know
2: In all the newspapers, they don't really assign people to cover radio. They don't assign people to cover anything anymore. Well... Let's That's part of it. the problem. Uh, half the newspapers that are still being written and published are lucky to still be alive. Yeah, it's sad. It's very, very sad. But
1: John Hinckley Jr., who tried to John John Jr.? Yeah, John Hinckley Jr. who tried
2: to assassinate Ronald Reagan, starting a new career. Is that correct? Uh, remember, he was released. Yep. Uh, he joined a bowling league in Arlington, Virginia. Every week, he's Could out you imagine there. Imagine you show up to go bowling. You just regular guy He's on a team. He's and on the
1: other, a freaking team. The other team members Jean. have no problems. Right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that the guy who tried to murder the president well, of the United States. Well you know United why station. they don't he's a good bowler. Oh wow. He lifts the in average sports of the team. it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Right?
2: Like we got like like the Nets just Look, brought Kyrie back. If OJ Simpson, because he did play uh baseball in high school, if O. J. Simpson could hit thirty home runs and bat two eighty, there would be a place for him in major league baseball. No, I'm sure there would
1: be I'm sure there would be. But but I mean, he's also trying to become a country and western star.
2: Well, I mean, let's face it. If you're good in country and western, they forgive everything. Yeah, I mean. You you could have been a wife beater. You could have shot somebody, stabbed somebody. Right, right. Been using all kinds of drugs. Been the worst individual ever. You would make a song about it, naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would give you cover. But I could easily see, if he were good, uh, that he'd be on the uh, stage of the old Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. I've heard some of it. I've heard some of his stuff. It's pretty pathetic. Could actually. you uh, share it with us, please? Yeah, you got to clip oh, it. We'll, we'll do a Dick Clark. Yeah, let's, let's Make see. it or let's, break it. Let's Pick see. it or pan it. American Pick it or stand. pan it. Right
3: now, I want to do another original song of mine. Well, I don't know what is wrong with this world. I want to see some love. Everybody's fighting here and there. See some love. Can't we get along all day long? Think it's time we
2: do. Well, it's, it's very pedestrian. Can't we, we get, get along? along? What is all this in honor of uh, the Simi Valley decision that exonerated the police? I'm waiting for Jody Foster to call in
1: and ask her what she thinks of his revival at this point.
2: This guy. <laughs> is footloose and fancy free. He was always a Mama Luke. Yeah. Remember, they, they would release him on weekends. And he would go to his mom's. Go to his mom's, bowl, and then go back to where he was being held in. Yeah, because he was never actually in prison. He was in a mental health care hospital right.
1: for the criminally insane. Yeah, well, he was criminally insane. But I think that when you try to kill the president of the United States... I think the penalty needs to be for life. You would I think, think you right. got to just stay in jail
2: forever. I well, don't look, think. Look, I don't think you should have a YouTube channel. Look, frankly. Uh John F. Kennedy Jr. is in the news. Uh, as you know, he is uh, throwing his wife under the bus, the uh, actress. Because no, John F. Kennedy Jr. is dead. I'm sorry, his son. Okay, all right. Uh, R.F.K. Okay, uh, the guy who does not believe in vaccines. You're talking about R.F.K. That is correct. Right. Uh, Robert Robert Kennedy right. Jr. Yeah. Uh, so he's throwing his wife, the actress, under the bus because he sent out an invitation for their annual holiday party for all their friends and right, supporters. Right. that said you have to prove that you're vaccinated. Yeah. So now, you know damn well he knew what was on that invitation. So it was brought to his attention, like, do as I say but not as I do. Yeah. He moved so quick to throw his wife under the bus. <laughs> Look, man. Remember, Kennedy's are never at fault. They always blame the the women folk. All these
1: people who are anti-vaxxers getting their news from maniacs, they need to stop. They are why we can't have nice things in this country. And if RFK is part of that problem, he needs to fix it. He needs to stop. Or at least go a, up, Just go get
2: a vaccine. Just fess up and say, yeah, you know, we put out this card of invitation. And, yeah, I was aware we were asking the people who had to prove they were vaccinated instead of blaming his actress wife. And then, Ben Affleck, my God, just dumping on his uh, wife, Garner. No, no, no. He's had kids no, with her. No, 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 no. No, he wasn't. I listened to the whole interview with Howard.
1: I listened to the whole thing. Every minute of it, it was a great interview. Ben Affleck, like everybody who goes on Howard, you've been on Howard. One of the things I most admire about you is that you've been interviewed by Howard Stern. Uh, He opened up. You talk, it's it's like you're just having a conversation when you're talking to Howard. And he said that she was a wonderful mother, that he still loved her. And that he felt that he was in a bad marriage. Like most people who get divorced feel that they're trapped in their marriage. I don't need to tell you this. You've been trapped in three marriages. (laughs) Yeah, but
2: I'm not the one that sought divorces. Well, the the
1: wives did. The wives, I'm sure if we ask any of them, they would say, I felt trapped in this, in this three. Why? I was never there. How could
2: you be (laughs) trapped in a marriage when (laughs) when I'm never there?
1: That's true. Uh, but they felt trapped and that he felt that if he stayed married, he would have kept drinking. He wasn't throwing her under the bus. He was throwing himself under the bus. Wait a second.
2: Here it is. He felt that he had to explain to America. So he gets on with Jimmy Kimmel, who couldn't be any more of a sycophant and enabler. Right. I didn't see the Jimmy Kimmel follow-up. Well, here we'll give you a little slice yeah. of the interview on Jimmy Kimmel. Ben Affleck claiming that he is being vilified all across America, and that he is being he is being wrongfully prosecuted on social networking. I, so the irony is, I was really happy with it. You know, I ended the it interview. A was great, great interview.
6: Thrills. I thought, wow. I- I should do more honest, exploratory, you know, self-evaluating things. And I started seeing all this stuff come up on Twitter. And I was like, well, what is this? And I sort of researched through it and then saw that one of these websites had done the the clickbait thing of like, you won't believe what he said. Click on this, come to our site. Right. And I looked at it and they had literally taken the conversation that I had had for two hours and made it seem as if I was saying the exact opposite of what I said. I had gone on and said like, how much we respect each other and cared about each other and cared about our kids and put them first and went through our stuff. And he said that I had blamed my ex-wife for my alcoholism and that I was trapped in this marriage. It like, just made me out to be like the worst, most insensitive, stupid, awful guy. And I... Look, I, I know people do this. I get it. Me, I'm happy to be Sad Batman. I'm happy to be Dunkin' Donuts and the meme. I, I understand. You have, you have to get married to Jimmy Kimmel sometime. <laughs> Really, like it's about my kids. I gotta just draw a line, right? You know, be clear. Like, that's not true. I don't believe that. It's the exact opposite of who I am, what I believe, and I would never want my kids to think I would ever say a bad word about their mom. Because
1: this really upset you. I mean, obviously, That hurts my feelings. I I agree with him. I
2: I listened to the entire interview. So he's lip locking with J Lo every chance he gets. So what? In public, we so, I'm talking about in private. So what his kids are seeing that, right? So what his wife was seeing that. Unfortunately, when
1: people look, you and I will never know the burden of being as handsome as Ben Affleck. Oh God! Right? People Come on, want that guy, guy is soft. People want to take pictures of that guy. They don't want to take pictures of us. Yeah, what you second. That? that guy is so. There's soft. a reason why, like when you and I go out to lunch with people, nobody takes our picture because nobody cares. Really? They want to take pictures of him. And they want to take pictures of J Lo even more. So yeah, it's unfortunate that he's in love with somebody who happens to be famous and he's super famous. Who will drop to- him like a hot rock soon.
2: I don't believe that. Oh, you think this is forever, right? J Lo is a serial I, marrier.
1: Well, look, so are you.
2: Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's why I can make What that are you commentary. trying to tell? What are you trying to
1: tell Nancy right now? Half black, I, I hate,
2: I <laughs> loathe. I why? Despise.
1: Why? Argo was a great movie. Goodwill Hunting was a great movie. His interview with Howard last week was fantastic. Why would you hate Ben
2: Affleck? Did you see that movie he did with J-Lo? I did not. I heard very bad things about <laughs> it. Oh, my God. Got...
1: They can't all be gems, Curtis. They can't all be gems.
2: By the way, he's a Boston Red Sox fan. Well, that I don't with like. His, with his lifelong yeah, I buddy like that. there. I don't like the Boston, Boston Red Sox. I
1: hate Fox them. Part. But other than that, look, I think he's done a lot of good movies. I think I've enjoyed his work most of the time. Uh, I think most of America has. Now
2: what about his brother? Defending Defending his brother. Yeah, well, why can't he defend his brother? Perv, doing a Cuomo, doing a Fredo.
1: Look, I said this to you before. I'll say it to you again. That's what brothers do. I defended my My brother was a drug addict. I defended him all the time, okay, for bad things. And it is what it is. It's what brothers do. I hate him. (laughs) I loathe him. I despise Ben Affleck. 1-800-848-9222. Man up. 1-800-848-WABC.
0: It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. The aggressive progressive Christopher Hahn. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest.
1: 800-848-9222. 1-800-848-WABC. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa with you till 5. Curtis will be back at 9 o'clock, and we'll be back
2: next Sunday. Uh, the day after Christmas, we're going to have uh, Christmas with our families, and we'll
1: be back here on uh, the the Boxing Day.
2: Well, you'll have uh, Christmas with your families because your wife has demanded that you have to cook all the I'm food. I'm not cooking it. I don't
1: host Christmas or Christmas Eve. Oh, really? go to my mother's house on Christmas Eve. I go to my in-laws' house on Christmas oh,
2: Day. Oh, so you don't have to be the house Maytag. No, I'm nothing,
1: man. I'm nothing. Not the Maytag. I do have to do all my Christmas shopping, and I have not done. I've only gotten my – I actually got my father a – birthday present. Well, let me tell you something. 23rd. If
2: you're going to the brick and mortar stores, you better do it quick I before know. Governor, and I've given her a new name, Governor Kathy Holcomb, they and she's filled with nonsense. They ain't
1: closing down the stores before Christmas. That would be, the, oh, that would be oh, very oh. bad.
2: No, don't, don't put it past I don't them. think we're closing down anything,
1: frankly. I think, uh, frankly, we're past closing things down. Let I do think see. we should mandate vaccines, though. Uh, de
2: Blasio example. demanding that Times Square, the dropping of the ball, be open to the general public. They usually uh, stuff in there about a million people. Yeah. You talk about a super spreader. Well, isn't he demanding that you have uh, that you be vaccinated to attend? Yeah, but people who are vaccinated are getting sick, too. The They're point not getting is- sick. They're getting COVID. They're not necessarily getting sick. Well, trust me. I don't think anyone's volunteering to say, gee, with my vax card, please let me have COVID. Eight yeah. hours, you're standing there wearing Depends. Blowing I, horns in each other's face. I, I don't
1: know why people do that. I did it once. I, I don't know. Why really. I do. Yeah, I did it when I was a kid. Everybody does it. You got to. I actually did it twice. How many hours? I were did you it stuck once when at. I was a kid. At, here's the funny thing, Curtis. I went in. I'm like, let's just go in. I was in college. I had a friend in town from out of town. He's like, let's go to let's go watch the ball drop at 11 o'clock. We hopped on a train, got into the city at 11:30. I was living in Great Neck at the time. Got in the city, walked over the Times Square, just walked into it. That was it. <laughs> Just walked in, got there, you at didn't 11, get got there at 1130, and was right there. Who was the mayor at that time? I think the mayor was David Dinkins or Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, probably, it probably Rudy. It was probably uh, yeah. David
2: Dinkins. You would have gotten white about, boy
1: from Great I don't Man. know about that. one 800 Let me go to Dean in Woodstock. By the time yeah. we got to Dean from Woodstock, we had three minutes
2: left in the show.
4: Sorry. Woodstock and Brooklyn, I must say that. Curtis, don't let me get hung up by Chris until we discuss Lenny Bianchiño Chino. But, Curtis, you need to stick up for your views against this guy.
1: Well, by the way, I didn't, have, I didn't hang up on him. That's just do a Do you have uh,
2: anything uh, in particular that you felt that I did not defend during these two hours?
4: Yeah, you, um, you're letting him get by, like with Biden, with Harris. The statements he's making—they're the worst two we've ever had. He,
1: he's combating me on those statements. I don't—I don't know what is he supposed to do? Come over here and clock me in the head? Like I, I'm sorry, I have an opinion too. I know you have an opinion, <laughs> but they're incorrect and. Yeah, well, he's—he's he's giving me his opinion. I'm giving my opinion, and I you're giving your that. opinion.
4: Very true. You'll also let the quaalude comment go by. There are no Quaaludes,
1: and the have Well, I didn't years. know that. How am I supposed to know that? Know, you see, you should have called. So, Dean, you should have corrected Curtis. Why are you correcting me? <laughs>
2: Wait a second. Hold on, okay. Dean. Dean, you are incorrect.
1: Curtis is the man. Curtis is the man. But he
2: was wrong about the Quaaludes. Dean, <laughs> you are incorrect because if we were to go up to uh, uh, Cosby's mansion right now, he probably well, has jaws full he, of Quaaludes. He has, just either. like you have the
1: Doan's pills, exactly. he has the
2: Quaaludes Damn stored right.
1: somewhere. Yeah,
4: they bootleg. they bootleg. If
1: he has them, well, I don't know. Cosby had a lot of money. He probably could have figured out how to get oh some God. real quaaludes. He he's quaaludes. probably got a lab in the basement, hidden everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure there's quaaludes there. One two two Andrew in and Stanhope. Andrew, he's gone. He is gone. Get rid of that guy. One 222. Pete in Staten Island. Pete. Hey, Curtis and Chris, I had a uh, traumatic
5: experience. Uh, I'm on the couch. I'm on the Castro convertible watching the Jets and the Giants, and now I'm watching Green Bay and, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Baltimore. Good game. But uh, the batteries, I put them wrong and the controls, so I had to get up and change the TV manically. I, I don't know if I'm... Manically? So you're
1: just changing it all the time? Just going yeah. back and forth?
5: <laughs> Stop doing it now. Alexa, time to TV off.
1: 1 800 That guy has been on hold for two hours.
2: Well, he he hung up and came back. Remember, He's sitting. Two hours. He's watching <laughs> NFL football. That Sunday. was the shtick. That he wrote for He probably has the full package. I like that guy. He's called before. Right, but he probably has the full package where you get to watch, what, eight games on a Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something you would probably I would do, love to I do. I do enjoy that. I, I like watching
1: as many football games. Now I'm doing this show, so I'm not watching as many. So I watched yesterday, which there was a nice
2: Saturday game on, and I'm going to watch the, the game at 8 o'clock. Oh, my God. And yet, you, you promote, you support that fake, phony, fraudulent football they spell with a U. Soccer. Well, it's on Saturdays, so it's something to watch on Saturdays.
1: Don't you like watching sports on if, Saturdays? If
2: given the preference, right, between watching a soccer match from the European Cup and American smash-mouth football, this is your litmus test. Oh, I'd watch American football any day of the week. American
1: football, to me, um, is the most exciting sport to watch. Second is hockey. I like watching hockey.
2: Yeah, but American football, smash mouth football is about the closest you can get to war without being in war. Yeah, it's the old George Carlin routine, right?
1: About America, America's two games, football and baseball. One's about war, one's about peace, right? You gotta, you gotta watch that <laughs> routine. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fan- baseball. We never know when the game's gonna end. <laughs> Football's got rigid timelines. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, by the way, Mike, my- I can't do it justice. Google. George Carlin talking about baseball and that football. Is, that one is, of the uh, funniest
2: routines ever. My wife's uh, favorite performer. She plays the old reruns of George Me Carlin's too. performances Me too. over and over I, and over. I, I
1: Google them all the time, and I'm watching them all the time. There
2: is really no one comparable to his commentary. No, his nobody. comedic commentary back no, then.
1: Nobody that it has reached that level of the zeitgeist with the commentary and the comedy at the same time. And
2: remember, what he was saying back then was verboten.
1: Yeah. It was getting him kicked out of places. Yep. Uh, But it made him a legend for all times. Well, this was a legendary show, as always. Curtis we will be back at 9 o'clock. I'll be back next Sunday. Merry Christmas, New York!
2: Yeah, it'll give me a chance to take a Bengay bath and pop some Don's Pills. See you next
1: week!
0: Apple Media
4: is proud to celebrate.